Balanced Minder, self-care, it's up to you. In this series, we chat about the simple art of connection and its key to community wellness. Join Leanne Simpson for Balanced Minder. And welcome to Tribe Talk. I'm Leanne Simpson and we're discussing connection to being the key to community wellness. And my wonderful guest today is Deb Ray. She's a facilitator for the Suicide Prevention Community Action Planning Group here in Mackay. And it's great to have you here today with us. Deb, thank you very much. Hi, Leanne. It's wonderful to have a chance to talk with you and everyone today. Yes, yeah, so the magic of the internet has given us so many opportunities that we may not have even thought of before COVID-19. So I think it's just wonderful that you and I can be across town, we could be across Australia, across the world, and we can touch base to talk about a very important subject, and that's connection. Yes, absolutely. And um, what a great example being able to do this today is of connection. So from your point of view, when I throw the word connection out of you, and I deliberately don't ask people that come on a tribe talk before what their answer is going to be, because I want them to have a time to think about what connection means, particularly for them, because I'm sure that word can mean a lot of things for a lot of people. But for you, Debray, what does it mean? Yes, um, I think connection is an important part of what I do is with my work, but it's become much more um, relevant and obvious with everything that's happened around COVID-19. And, you know, when we don't have the same opportunities to connect you suddenly start to understand what connection really does mean. And um, for me, you know, connection is a basic human need. We, we have to have connection with other people to survive. They, you know, they, there's research that shows that babies die if they don't have connection with people, if they don't have physical touch, that level of connection. So it's, it's, a, it's a basic need that we have and it, it, it influences every part of our life, the quality of our life, our physical health, our mental health, it um, makes sure that we stay, that we stay healthy. Uh, so it's, and I think also connection, um, is, people, people um, need different levels of connection too. So it, it can be physical. It can be about, you know, physically touching. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure lots of people have noticed how different it feels when you can't hug people when you can't even shake their hand when you first meet them. It seems like such a simple thing, a formality even, to shake hands, but but the impact of being able to shake someone's hand, the, just that simple form of connection has a, has a huge impact on both of those people. They become connected from that one small act. But, but it can, connection can also be tiny things like smiling at someone, saying hello, waving, sending someone a text message, uh, and, and I have certainly seen that those kinds of small acts, um, what, what seem like small acts, can have a big impact on, on people's lives as well, particularly, particularly now when there are some people in our community who have very minimal connection with others. I'm lucky that at the moment my house is full, my husband and my daughter and um, her partner who were going travelling are here in the house with me. So I've got some physical pets and people around type of thing, but I didn't realize like when we went, when we go to class, when you greet someone and you haven't seen them for a while, you give this kind of like comforting thing. And that's like the shaking hands. I remember like as a girl, I wasn't brought up to shake hands. Mm. So I wasn't taught how to do it. And I was really um, talk, discussing it once with Ann Butcher from the Mackay Women's Services about it and so she she was teaching me how to shake hands right <laughs> and, and she's like I said thank you so much so then I went to um, one of my Tai Chi classes and I was telling the ladies you know like oh you're going to feel this really silly but I had to go and get 
taught how to and taught me how to shake hands because I felt that connection wasn't correct that I was doing something that didn't feel right to me and I must have been doing something wrong so Anne just kept practicing well then we found out half the rest of the group all being women had never learned how to shake hands either so we 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 started practicing shaking hands you know and it was just like this interesting thing and we found this whole new connection with people like my husband works on construction sites and he said it's really strange because that's what blokes do so, so I feel sorry for blokes who already experience it harder to express their emotions and what they're thinking and they're concerned. And we know that there's research in it that indicates that males have that tendency. They keep closed up. They don't share when they're feeling anguished, that they can't even do the shake hands. So I, I saw a um, New Zealand show the other day and they're doing this elbow thing <laughs> and it made me smile. Yeah, and at least even with that, there is there is some level of touch, um, and and um, I, I've done a lot of work around grief and loss, and you know I've experienced um, significant grief myself. And um, one of the things my my husband died, and one of the things I remember afterwards is that uh, my husband had been um, had died about six weeks earlier or, or two months earlier, and somebody somebody helped held my hand. And I became very emotional and, I, and they said, what's wrong? And I said, that's the first time someone has held my hand like that in two months. And, and, I, and it wasn't until then that I realised the impact of that. And, and as you said, um, particularly, you know, in, in those times when, when there's grief or when people are stressed or there's high level of anxiety and people think I need to know, I need to, I need to be able to give them some advice or I need to know what to say or, you know, I, I, and I don't know. But the reality is that we can make that connection without words. You can put your hand on their shoulder. You can, you can hold their hand. You can give them a hug. And, and that connection is instant without using any words at all. Yeah, and that's, that's, yeah, so it's really quite interesting. Yeah, so the connection, that, that feelings that you can portray. And I loved earlier then when you talked about the smile because I think a smile is a very important thing. And I remember working with a group that had chronic conditions and they were talking about how worthless they felt to help community because their, their condition had made them unable to volunteer in the community. Mm. So I, we set them on a, I set them on a task of smiling where they went. I said, because if you don't know what other people's stories are, we're not living their life. And I know you get frustrated that people don't understand what you're going through. But if you gave a smile, you never done doing it. And I remember I'm sitting in this crowd and I'm allowed to tell this story and use his name because he said, Leanne, you tell this whenever you like. So Rusty's sitting there in the crowd and he actually told me it was the biggest lot of what I can't say on air right, <laughs> that he had ever heard. So anyway, I said, I actually value people being game enough to give their opinion. I'm so glad that I provided it where you felt comfortable to tell me what you did, but I'll just keep on with my talk and, and we'll just discuss it a little bit later on after I finished. Anyway, so we sat there and sat and we talking and whatever, and we did some activities or something or other. And then we came back around and I looked to this, looked at him fair in the eyes and I smiled at him and I said, Rusty, how are you going with the whole smiling thing? And he looked at me and then he smiled and he just said, you got me, girl. I don't remember that. And, and then, then I got an email at 12.30 that night. I didn't know till the next day because I don't check my emails at that time of the night. But I read an email to say that he found a poem by his dad that talked about the smile, the, the importance of a smile and that he was brought up by his dad of about the importance and that 
he had been reacting badly to that word smile because of missing his dad rather than a smile. And he's going to do what his dad said from now on. And I was like, how cool is that? That that was, yeah. But I'll never forget the look on his face when I smiled at him and he just kind of sat up and he like radiated. He had a really nice smile. You know, he (laughs) may have been a bit more mature in life in his ages, but I think that he might've been a bit of a heart stopper all his life, I tell you, with his smile. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about... Yeah. And I, I just like to say, and that, you know, that's because connection, um, sometimes we can think that connection is about, you know, there has to be some kind of big thing that happens or it's formal or, but, but it's just about people giving someone your attention and, you know, giving, and as you said, it makes them feel important and valued. And, and you can do that simply with a smile. You can simply do it by making eye contact with someone or the, the, your attention, giving your attention to someone else is the most valuable thing you can give them. Yeah, and that's right. And I think we talk about that often when I'm working with young mums and they say they go out somewhere and people look away from them when their child's playing up. So they assume that people are judging them for doing something wrong. But they're not, people think, well, if I look at her, I'll make her feel uncomfortable. But if you look at that mum who's doing the very best and smile and just like, I know how you feel, love. you actually empowering that woman to do it. So, yeah, so it's quite interesting. So let's go back to um, SPCAP for short, the Suicide Prevention Community Action Planning Group, but SPCAP for short, and which is we want to kind of talk about that those initials because the website is spcap.org.au. Is that correct? That's right, yep. Yep, so we need to say the word SPCAP so that people can find the wonderful website that the organisation has put together. So tell me a little bit about this is one of your your organ this organization's way of connecting so tell us a little bit about why connection is important for spcap about mm. the website but also about what you're trying to do for community yes yeah, so um the, the suicide prevention community action planning group is um designed to develop resources and and implement some strategies in the community the community that reduce suicide and we know from the research that we've done that the best way to do that is by um supporting people to connect to others because when we're connected then we we have better health we have better physical and mental health we have better quality of life Uh, we have we have networks who can support us we have people around us who notice if we're not doing so well or or you know um, our health seems to be declining or we don't turn up for work and we need people who we need to have those connections so that so we have those people supporting us and so the the group has put together a whole range of resources to support people to connect our, our basic goal is we, we had to change everything, obviously, because of COVID-19, which is why we were connecting face-to-face with people until now, um, but we've, we've modified to be online until we can go back to face-to-face. But it's very much about how do we support um, men in particular. We know it's mostly men who die by suicide. And as you said, men um, traditionally, stereotypically, are less likely to ask for help. So how do we support them to reach out? How do we support them to know it's okay to connect? Um, and so there are, you know, lots of resources about about the courage. It's actually the most courageous thing you can do is ask for help and make that connection with someone else. But since we know that men might not do that, we also we're also asking the whole community to support men to reach in. And so that's about connecting with people who aren't so connected. You know, what's have, have you noticed that your neighbour hasn't been around for a few days? Have you noticed that someone at work's looking pretty low? 
Uh, have you noticed that someone hasn't been turning up for footy practice? You know, what, and, and asking a question, making that connection, what's going on for you? That small, small act of, of connecting with a person can actually save their life. You know, you, you might be the only person who's talked to your elderly neighbour in days or you might be the only person who's reached out to that um, person on your footy team um, and actually asked them what's happening for you. And they, so those small acts of connection can make a big impact. We're encouraging everyone in the community to connect and to, to um, develop social connections. So, you know, be part of, be part of um, sporting groups or community groups or what's happening at work or connect with your neighbours because we know those connections are what makes a difference for people's lives. So we've, we've got a little bit of a takeaway item that people will be able to download. So I'll put that in the comments of the Tribe Talk on Balanced Minder and also put it over in the units in the Calm My Tribe group that I have. That way that people can get touch on it. So just give us a little summary of what this takeaway item can be of use for. Mm, so it's a it's an infographic that has um, um, embedded links in it. So you can um, link directly to a range of websites that can provide some support. So basically, it talks about um, if I'm in trouble myself, if I'm struggling um, with my mental health, how do I reach out for help in a crisis? Uh, and then it's also about if you notice that something's happening for someone else, how do I reach in? How, what, what kinds of things can I do to support them, and where can I get some help to help to do that for them? And then how do we just stay mentally well? What kinds of things that we can we do so we have good mental wellness all the time? And they're very basic things about, you know, our sleep and, and eating well and um, getting getting some level of exercise as well. And the I think one of the main things about that resource is that people often think that if I ask someone, how are you going? You know, are you okay? And they say no, then I don't know what to do. But you know, it's it's just about making the connection. You don't have to be an expert. All you need to do is know how to get them to the expert. It's like if they had a broken leg, you wouldn't stand back and say, but I don't know how to fix broken legs. I should not do anything. You would help them get into an ambulance and go to the to the doctor. So it's we're talking about the same thing. All you need is to be there with them. To, to make a connection and say, okay, let's let's work it out together. Where you know what what do you think we should do? And, and there's plenty of resources on that document that you can you can access. So you know if people are in a in a really difficult space, it might be going to the hospital, or it might be contacting a, a GP who can help with mental health concerns, or it might be calling a helpline, or it might be chatting, just having a bit of time to chat with you even, and that starts to make them feel better straight away. Thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us about connection and making a connection with me. So Tribe Talk is that trying to break down the barriers where people that may not necessarily be able to get access to certain information can do so. So people out there, if you're listening and there's a certain lot of information you'd like to know about connection, just jump onto Balance Minder's Facebook page or go onto either website, SPCAP or Balance Minder's website. Both of us have contact forms there. So, right. So also tell people that you know that aren't on Facebook. So there's a, a group of the population, tell them about these websites, you know. Oh, they go, oh, I can't go on that Facebook page. Well, they don't need to. There is some really, really good resources there for people to go on to and they just need to know what to look at. Balance Minder, SPCAP, so S-P-C-A-P, okay, so .org.au. So thank you, Deb Ray, for coming in and chatting with us. It's been an awesome 15 minutes of your time and for mine. I feel blessed having you on, on to chat with me. Thank you so much, Leanne. It's so nice to talk with you again as well.
It's like history repeating itself, isn't it? (laughs) And that's a story for another day, ladies and gentlemen. So you're going to have to keep tuning in to Tribe Talk for next time Deb and I can catch up. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for joining in and hope you felt some connection with, with us. We're trying to have the conversation like we're sitting in your lounge room and you were sitting by listening to us. And we're two people so passionate about what we talked about. We didn't let you get a word in. We're sorry. <laughs> but if, if you've got any questions, don't forget to put them in the comments because Deb and I can also answer them that way. So thank you yes. for your time. Look after yourself. I'm going to put a little bit of music to go out while I press some buttons. And Deb's going to sit there and smile because it could take <laughs> me a minute or two to, to go off live. So keep well, everyone. Keep good and keep connected. Yes. This has been Leanne Simpson for Balance Minder. Join us next time where we talk about the simple art of connection and its key to community wellness.